This is a podcast where I read my old blog posts. That's pretty dumb. But it's okay. I like hearing the sound of my own voice. So listen well to this story I tell. For some is fact and some is fiction, but all of it is true. My name is Bradley Rolfe, and I'm reading my blog. Today I'll begin by reading my very first blog post, originally posted November 4th, 2012. A Salutation I'm another white suburbanite. I'm another young 20-something who has the world all figured out. But unlike all those other college dropouts, I'm not going to sit in a coffee shop all day complaining about how the previous generation ruined the world and if only they would listen to us, things would change for the better. No, instead, I'm going to do something that will actually make a difference. I'm writing a blog. In the vein of Martin Luther nailing his 95 theses on the church door, I am throwing my philosophical and social commentary into the great marketplace of ideas in desperate hope that they stick. If they do... Maybe we will see a brighter tomorrow. Maybe I can lead a people into the dawn of a new age of peace and prosperity, a world where all men and women of all creeds and colors can come together as brothers and sisters. Oh, if only everybody would listen to what I have to say, the world could be saved. If, however, my ideas are trampled into dust, swept up and cataloged with the ash heaps of history, then maybe one day I will grow up, join the rest of society, live a quiet life, die a quiet death, and leave everybody alone. But until that time, I will be here and elsewhere, introducing you to new words like anti-nonconformism. So stick around whether you're here for your enlightenment or entertainment, or just because it's a kind of warm spot on the internet. The funniest thing about this post is it is the first post on this blog and it is the only post until February of 2016. So a little longer than three years I start this blog and then I do nothing with it. I do not come back to it for another three years. Uh, which 21 almost 22 I had just spent a year living with my brother and two other guys in a two-bed, two-bath apartment. Uh, and, and at this point, I, I'm sure if I had not already pulled the trigger, I had made up my mind that I was moving out. It, we had a lot of good times, a lot of bad times, and we all learned a lot. And I was making enough that I could afford a little studio somewhere. And I was like, hey, yeah, I, I want to live by myself right now. Uh, I, I, as, as much, I think any, any bit of angst uh, I've had in my youth, I've always played up uh, for the humor. So I, I think 
there is some angst there, but I think I've always really been a, a roll with the punches kind of deal, never investing too heavily, but but taking what little granules I have and and, and punching them up. Uh, also, the the blog another white suburbanite, the same name as my singer songwriter project, which kind of started when I was in college uh, down at Missouri State, which I had dropped out of, uh, you know, about a year prior to, or well, it would have been, uh, in the, you know, after the spring semester of 2011. So this post was written about a year and a half after I dropped out of college for the first time. Um, and that was, you know, a typical took a semester off that turned into several semesters off situation, which I wasn't mad about. Uh, I was making sandwiches, making money and living life and, and whatever, without without a strong direction um but I had I had activities and extracurriculars to keep me busy so I wasn't I wasn't aimless but I was aim free uh wasn't wasn't really goal oriented uh but I had enough productive I had enough productive distractions uh for it to not not be a problem or, or not feel like a problem at least I think I was just looking for something to do. Uh, my songwriting project was still functional, um, and and I was still playing gigs here and there. And I would I had already recorded an EP, and I would I would record one uh, later the the following summer, I believe, if I got my timeline straight. So this def I think this was kind of an extension of that that mode of the kind of sarcastic satirical tongue-in-cheek output uh that was going on for me creatively and i said well you know most of the times i most of the songs i write uh i've written pretty quickly they kind of start with a clever turn of phrase and then i extrapolate them pretty quickly i, I sit around waiting on inspiration rather than actually doing the hard work of doing something because i am lazy and so that's probably why I turned to well let me let me write I could just write words without having to make them rhyme or or be in a melody or or write chords around them so this could be easy an easy way to just exercise that muscle and and then you know I, I abandoned it so this is this this project started out as as something less less of a defined project and more of a Ah, let's throw it against the wall and see if it sticks. Um, what it became was just a receptacle for. Oh, if if I write something that is prose-ish, that is essay-ish, that is blog-ish, uh, you know, once again, if I sit around waiting on inspiration, if I'm struck by inspiration, I wind up writing something. I want a place to put it. Um, rather than, you know, not just in a notebook somewhere that'll be lost to time or, or in a, a computer file that I may lose at some point, but putting it somewhere, uh, cataloging it on the internet, uh, one, so it's in a place that I can always get to, but, but two, there is the, uh, you, you don't, you don't really expect to win the lottery, but the fun in, in it is the what if, the fun is saying, Oh, I'm you know the, the the value you get from buying that lottery ticket is not in the chance that you become wealthy. The value you get 
in buying that lottery ticket is the feelings you get when you imagine what it would be like to win. And, and to this, there was an extent of, you know, especially as a creative person, as an artist, as a musician, a li- in the back of my mind, knowing, but not, you know, knowing that no one gets discovered, but still posting in a way that, boy, what if, what if I got discovered? Like, how would that even happen? It, it wouldn't happen. But, but what if, what if some random, random person with money and or connections said, found themselves reading the shit I wrote and said, boy, that guy, he's, he's clever and smart and amazing because he wrote some, some, some thing. And and just, you know, the idea of having it out there for the public to consume in this corner of the, you know, I mean, the things I know about uh, internet marketing now um, that I've never really put into practice anyway because I'm lazy, there was, there's probably less than a lottery's chance of I not only does getting discovered not really happen per se in the way that my lottery brain imagines it, even if that did happen, even if they were A&R guys scouring blogs for clever people to give them a book deal, that would, that would be terrifying. Uh, even if that was a thing, it wouldn't happen to me in this situation. So there was this kind of sad, magical lottery belief, um, you know, not a real belief, but a present belief that that drove me to to put my my thoughts uh, in a public space that no one was really looking at. Reading my blog is a production of me, Bradley Rolf. I'm on Instagram and Twitter under my real name. And if you want to skip ahead, links to my blog and other creative projects I'm involved in can be found at anotherwhitesuburbanite.com. <laughs>